Hey guys, it's Kelly and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. I have a lot that I need to do today, so I'm just going to jump right on into day three of Ghislaine Maxwell's trial. So the defense attorney really grilled into Jane Doe today and made some pretty bold accusations, some pretty disgusting ones, if you ask me. So first thing was they are going after her for the money that she got from the estate of Jeffrey Epstein, which I don't know what the point is with this because receiving money doesn't absolve Maxwell from her part that she played. And it certainly doesn't mean that Jane Doe is less a victim because she took money. I personally would not take the money, but Jane also had said on the stand that she regrets taking it and wish that she never had. So, I mean, I totally understand her on that one. She is now an actress and they didn't say that she said she was a soap opera act- actress, but the article that I read kind of alluded to that um, and had talked about certain roles that she had to play in different scenes and stuff like that, I guess. One of those roles was a prostitute, and she said she really regrets doing that role. But, I mean, come on, she shouldn't have to. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, she's an actress. They play these parts. That's their job. That's like a waitress saying that she really regrets waiting on a table You know, so making her feel that shame is disgusting on the defense attorney's part. And honestly, I don't understand how anybody, let alone a woman, can attack another woman like that. You know, especially one that went through the horrors of sex trafficking. But hey, everybody's got to do a job, I guess. And if you want to do the job of a defense attorney of a sex trafficker, go for it. Um... Another thing that the defense attorney did was basically made it sound like she was the way I I guess the way I interpreted it was she wasn't able to like separate reality from her roles in the shows that she's acting in and said that, you know, in the courtroom, this isn't acting. This is the truth. And basically, you know, hinting at the fact that she has these false memories of what happened because of the roles that she played on TV, which is absolutely ridiculous on about 55,000 different levels. Another person that testified, I don't know if his real name is Matt. It was in quotations in the article that I read. And he was a former boyfriend of Jane's. And he had testified that... She had told him while they were together that she had like an uncle, family friend, um, you know, that kind of role person in her life that was helping her mom pay her bills. We found out the day before that Jane was targeted by Maxwell and Epstein when her father died and she was at art camp. So... My question is, and I know I said, like, let's not do conspiracy theories, and I'm not really doing that. I'm just kind of throwing this out there just to kind of think about it. So if what she's saying is true and her mother was taking money 
from Epstein or Maxwell for Jane's services, that would be her mother sex trafficking her by definition of the law. So I know that I did read some testimony that the mother was present. It was either at the mansion in New York or Palm Beach or the islands. Honestly, don't quote me on which one because I really I can't remember. But I know that she was present. Um, not so much in the room, but in the house. So the reason that I'm bringing this up is just to kind of make you think and to kind of see that when we talk about the sex trafficking rings, it is a lot of the times parents trafficking their kids exactly with what happened to me. So when we talk about bringing down this huge trafficking ring of the rich and famous, it's not exactly going to be bringing down the rich and famous. It's going to be bringing down the parents of the children that are being sold to the rich and famous. For example, my parents. Having them taken down would be taking down that part of that ring. So I'm going to keep looking into this and see if there's any other information about the mother before I make any accusations. I don't know how much she did or did not know. I just wanted to kind of say that it is a possibility that it was mentioned that she was present. Jane talked about to a boyfriend that her mother was using money to pay the bills. It did not say in the article that I read if Jane handed her mom the money or if Epstein and Maxwell handed her. Either way, the mother had to have known something. So it just sucks because I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. So I don't know if a lot of people picked up on it, but I have some very personal experience with that. So maybe I'm seeing something that's not there. Maybe I'm seeing something not a lot of other people are seeing. But of course, the other thing is more names were named. Um, not more, but again, I guess she had talked about how she was brought to meet former President Trump and that something about she was given money to enter into one of the beauty contests or something like that. So there's still this connection with the former president. Um, it isn't really 100% certain right now what his involvement is. I'm getting attacked a lot on a video I duetted on TikTok right now. And I'm going to say this. So I was a Trump supporter. I'm a conservative. And eventually I started to see things that really didn't sit well with me. So it's not like I'm just some crazy liberal that just wants to sit here and hate on Trump. I don't care about political affiliation when it comes to sex trafficking. It has no place in sex trafficking because people from both sides of the aisle are involved. And you see that with the people that were listed and the names that were listed and people that have been arrested over the years. I mean, it is bipartisan. It's just a problem among politicians, among you know, professional athletes, actors, actresses, I mean, just everybody. So his name getting brought up, it's like, 
it's starting to look more and more like there was more involvement than people really know. Now, I know when Virginia Roberts did her testimony, and I read over all of those case dockets, the transcripts from the civil case, she had mentioned that she had never seen Trump, but she had seen Clinton. But again, that doesn't mean anything. That's one person. So I just guess I guess I just want to get the message out is brace yourself because everybody has been asking for names. It's looking like there is going to be some names being dropped and it's going to be ones that you might not want to hear and you might not want to accept once you hear them. The first set of names came from the pilot and he never really witnessed any kind of sexual assault on the girls or anything like that. But pilots generally spend a lot of time in the cockpit. So, you know, just brace yourself because it's like sometimes you think you want to know something, but once you know it, you can't unknow it. And I've said that before. I've said that when it comes to witnessing abuse. I've said it about myself, remembering the sex trafficking, and now I'm saying it to y'all. You may find out that some people that you adore are actually pedophiles and are involved with this huge sex trafficking ring that just seems to be controlling the world. So your mind is going to want to struggle. It's not going to want to believe the truth, but eventually you have to sit, like, take a step back and realize these people may not be as wonderful as we think they are. So definitely we'll keep y'all updated every single day of the trial. I'm, that's why I've been doing daily podcasts. I just don't want to forget anything and like have like a 35,000 hour long one trying to fit everything in. But I think she's done and we're going to be moving on to a doctor like I had explained before that's going to be testifying about false memories. I don't know if that's happening now or later after the prosecution rests. So we will see exactly what's going on on day four. But so far from my perspective and my opinion... Um, it's looking more and more like Ghislaine Maxwell was the big head honcho of the operation. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, Epstein was really a nobody, except for he was just friends with the rich and powerful. And my opinion is I think he made those friends because of her and because of her father. She was the socialite, debutante, whatever you want to call it. So I think that's where he got his connections was. That's just my opinion. It could be right. It could be wrong. But it's just seeming more and more like I said, I think I said it last night that she was a sex trafficker and he was the buyer because she would bring the girls to him. But more details are going to come out. But again, this case is directed to her and her crimes. She is being charged with sex trafficking and with enticing a minor and bringing minors across state lines for sex trafficking. And then there's also the sex trafficking conspiracy, which I think I've explained that before. 
Um, that just means that she had a co-defendant that was also charged. I believe there are f- there's a few co-defendants in this case that will be testifying. I don't know which side just yet, but as it happens, you know, I'll fill you in. We've got six weeks to go. I mean, we're only three days in, so... It's been rough, and it's been very difficult for me to read all of these updates. And like I said, I think um, a lot of survivors like myself, like we're just sitting here holding our breaths, really like hyper-focusing on how the victims are being treated, how the cross-examinations are going, how the media is reacting, how people are reacting, because... I mean, this is huge for us. I mean, this is four victims bringing down their sex trafficker, probably one of the more prolific sex traffickers in the country. So people like me that were trafficked to pretty powerful people, yeah, I'm holding my breath and I'm watching because... If this case goes well, it could help me and other people to come forward. But if it's just this media shit show and conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory and victim shaming and everything, it could cause other victims not to come forward. So back to the safety net thing that I was talking about yesterday. That's why it's like we kind of got to protect the victims think about the victims learning the names of who they were trafficked to is not important and it is important to make sure that we're not victim shaming that we're not sitting here and debating over who deserves to go to jail more former president bill clinton or former president donald trump I mean, it doesn't matter. These are bad people. They were hanging out with bad people. They knew that they were bad people and that they were sex trafficking, and they did little to nothing to stop it. So that part, we already know that. And sitting and arguing over who did it worse or who should go to jail and, you know, conservative, liberal, blah, 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 that's not helping anyone. And it's certainly not helping survivors. And it's definitely not helping the victims in this case. So I know that the victims probably aren't going to listen to this. But no, I hope they know that the entire world, all of us survivors are standing by their side and supporting them and holding their hand through all of this. And I mean, I'm having panic attacks. Like I said, I'm waking up to panic attacks. I'm having them throughout the day. Um, the grocery store, I had to kind of take a step away and get myself together because it's just this constant fight or flight state. But I think one of the things for me is what I'm dealing with right now and like kind of what I'm going through is just listening to her testimony and her story. It's just like, oh yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, and I'm not talking about the Me Too movement. I'm just talking about like some of the things that she's talking about. I have experienced myself. And I mean, I hate that there's somebody else that went through it, but it's kind of validating in a way. And it get, it just, 
I don't know. I don't want to say like it brings comfort because I don't think that's an appropriate word to use, but it definitely does something. And it's like dredging a lot of stuff up for me right now. And I'm sure it's doing it for other survivors too. So I'm not going to make this episode as long tonight as the other ones I have back to back to back to back to back appointments tomorrow. Um, so I want to get to bed soon and everything like that, but it's just, it's been rough, you know, and I posted on my Facebook, you know, I guess it really is true that you find out who your friends are when you need them the most, because, you know, so many comments said, Hey, I'm here when you need me, but you know what? They honestly aren't. I mean, my friends have been pretty scarce lately. Um, one's been there, which is crazy. Cause I mean, I only talked to her in person over the phone for the first time a couple days ago. She's been absolutely amazing and like such a rock for me. Um, and I also have my other friend who got a lover. She just went through some, I'm going to try to explain it. She's going to laugh when she listens. Um, she was going through some kind of final thing and she had to study and do quizzes and all of this stuff while she was also working and I don't know. She went through a lot of stuff and she's pretty stressed and um, your mom is always in my prayers, but she is like probably one of my closest friends that I talk to because I mean like time difference she's up in the middle of the night with me so I love the friends that I have and the ones that are there for me and I think you know throughout this whole trial experience I'm gonna really find out who my friends are and uh if you get deleted from Facebook and social media here's your warning as to why but that's the life of a survivor it's hard to hold on to friends because I mean the PTSD, the stress, all of it, it is hard to have friends. So I'm thankful for the ones that I have. I'm thankful for the ones that I keep finding back on TikTok. And I wish I could get all of you guys back. But um, anyways, I'm going to hop off because like I said, I got to get to bed. And I hope you all have a really good night. Thanks for all the love and support. Thanks for tuning in. And I will... Talk to you tomorrow with hopefully some more updates about the trial. Have a good night.